What up, though? I'm your boy Chill B, and this is a Chill Bravado podcast, and I give you a series called Laker 8216, and it's where we cover the grind of an 82-game-long season, as well as has 16 wins to get the chip in the end. And we are coming up on revenge seasons now, okay? Revenge games are among us. You know, Miami Heat, we had them. I'm going to talk about that matchup, break that down a little bit. Charlotte Hornets, uh, that loss we had to them earlier, redeemed as well as LeBron goes off. But this Heat's win is just a little bit sweeter this time around. And we'll get into all that much more because, you know, LeBron didn't play, AD didn't play. Um, and, you know, Lonnie was out. But we're going to get into all that. Of course, we have another game coming up tonight. If you listen to this right now, the Atlanta Hawks game is tonight. But the revenge game that I'm looking forward to and that I want, even though it's not looking promising as far as this injury report is coming up, is the Sacramento Kings. So all that, all that, and just a little bit more right after the break. All right, all right. Let's get right into revenge game, uh, Miami Heat style. Okay, wow, what a game! With no LeBron James, when that report came out that says LeBron's not playing, I obviously was like, man, we're gonna lose this game. But it did in the back of my mind. I was like, well, this is one of those games that you might can be called a quote trap game. But then I said, nah, we're gonna lose this game. You know. And then Lonnie's out. And, of course, AD's out. It just it just didn't look good. But Dennis the Menace, okay? Dennis Schroeder or Schroeder, however you want to say it, 32 points with 8 for 15 from the floor, 4 for 7 from the three-point line. He went 12 or 14 from the free-throw line. I think he had, like, nine of those in the fourth quarter, as well as four steals, man. You got to give this man a round of applause. It was amazing. Watch him, even after he first got elbowed in the face in the first half or early in the game, and you're like, man, he might not, you know, he looked concussed for a moment there. Then when he had the nasty ankle roll in the fourth quarter, and I was like, oh, no, not not now. Because you already had lost Troy Brown in this game. Um, you already didn't have Lonnie. You know, it, 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 was just, it was just not looking good for the team. But he still, he stayed in. He played. He said, and Ham told him, if you start limping, I'm taking you out. He said, no, man, I'm good. He said, well, go out there and be good. He told Coach um, Ham, nah, I'm going to go out there and be great. You know, the stories all float when you win. If they would have lost, nobody would have heard the story. So, I mean, that's just cool to hear. But, yeah, I'm just glad that the on-the-court play um Dennis man it was amazing because this guy was always there like I, I I remember back when he was at OKC him and Chris Paul were giving people problems they were giving these upset wins and just playing people tough you know night in night out you like oh here they go again you know and then that playoff run they had together but just, just come back to this game the pace that Pat Bev Pat Bev I'm gonna get to him too the pace that Dennis plays at it's just it, this game show all the good that Dennis gives you, all the great, all the good. Um, his ability, his his weird shot, because you know when he pump fakes, he really shoots like that, like that slow wind up shot. So as soon as he gets you to come up out of your stance, you know when you're in your defensive stance, he gets you to come up, and when you come up, he he still has that blow by speed, man. And not only that, he has the body control to 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 now slow down a little bit. 
get the body contact so you cannot block his shot. You know, because what's the best way to challenge a, um, a shot blocker? You get inside the body. You get them off balance. You don't allow them to extend over. You know, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose when you do that. But he was doing it all night. Bam, shown to be an undersized big as he is. He was not able to come over the top and get that. Um, Jimmy and other guys were not able to come off and help because he's blurred, man. So Dennis is really putting in work. And when the three ball started dropping, that does nothing but just increase his ability now to get into the paint, into the lane, and, and just, just can't just drop. Just drop layups in on top of their head over and over. What a performance by Dennis. But we cannot, you know, dismiss Thomas Bryant, TB. And I ain't talking about Tom Brady. Man, Bryant, man, this dude went 21 for nine. He had a couple games here in the road. These last 11 games have been, you know, letting you know that he's more than just a vet mid guy, you know, as far as his contract does not show the value that he gives his team. 21 to 9. And there's a couple of big buckets because when Miami were, were had like 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 smaller guards on them, you know, when they all everybody gets shuffled up guarding, you know, the wrong man or bam goes over to help. He was just really just overpowering those guards and those guys and just dunking on dudes' heads, landing up, showing touch. He's probably one of the fastest big men in the league from rim to rim. Like just running the floor, playing with energy. And him and Russ and Dennis. And who else? Austin Reeves and all these guys coming at you full speed. And, you know, later episode, I want to talk about maybe if Lonnie Walker comes back, him coming off the bench. Could you imagine having Russ, Thomas Bryant, William Gabriel, and Lonnie Walker running at your second unit? Full, full, man, full force ahead. But anyway, that's that's a conversation for another day when we get those guys back healthy. Russ, you also had to give props to 21, 8, and 9. Had seven turnovers for the game. He had seven turnovers in the first half. So that lets you know what he was able to do to clean up that, you know. So, and, and, and then I have to point out Reeves for the honorable mention because that pass he gave the rest of the end to kind of seal the game when he, over Depot just lost sight of Russ and Russ drifted towards the rim and Reeves has the, you know, the gall, the testicular fortitude to throw that pass down there with the risque of getting tipped, man. And, and for when it goes in your favor, great. So it's just amazing um, how that turned out. Tyler Hero, to me, was bothered a lot by Dennis going back to that because Dennis, so he was up on him the whole the whole game. He was going over the screens, make, making him feel him, making, making Tyler Hero uncomfortable. You know how I feel about Tyler. He's a small guard. If he doesn't score, he's not he's not a problem. Get him out of here. He's, he's a starter now, too, getting paid starter money. I don't care about you just being able to score. If you can't affect the game more than the scoring, then this is what you're, you know, bound to happen. When you got a guy who's willing to commit and do that, Pat Bev, these guys really were making life, you know, miserable for Tyler on, on this one particular night. So you have to respect that and call that a win anyway, because last game I think he maybe had like 18. This game he probably didn't even hit double digits. If he did, it was very, very close, you know. So, in yeah, he had nine points. I thought 35 minutes and nine points. So I'll let you know what type of night that, that that Tyler Hero had. So let's get him out of there. Good job, Dennis. Good job, Pat Bev. Good job defensively for the Lakers. Um, Jimmy Buckets took advantage of the size, man. Pat Bev can play him and be as crafty as you want. And he even got the pat on the butt from Jimmy Butler. I don't know if that was a shot or just saying good competing because Pat was competing. But it did not matter because Jimmy's one of the strongest guys in the league at the guard position. And he was just able to do whatever he wanted. And I think Russ had a better showing against him because he can match him a little more physically. But 
I still I don't think it really mattered anybody we had on the floor. No LeBron, no AD to, to protect the rim. Jimmy just kind of had his way. Bam as well. Bam, no AD, no problem. His mid-range floater game and that little push shot, it's very impressive that he has there. Um, the putbacks he was getting from, you know, Thomas Bryant's not a rim protector. And, and Thomas kind of struggled last time he played against them. Bam still had 30. But when you get um, Thomas Bryant to have 21 and 9, that's great. You can count that out. So, you know, the, the role players for the Heat really didn't chip in much. So this game was there for the Lakers to win. I felt like we could have beat them the last time, but the role players chipped in just enough. And some of these guys... Just didn't play up the part of the way they did this game. So let's get into another revenge game coming up. And that's against the Charlotte Hornets that we had previously. But I wanted to hold off and pause for certain reasons before I recorded about that. But we're going to get into that next. All right, the Charlotte Hornets game. This is the last time we've seen LBJ. He came off the big game, 43, 11, and 6. Um, just outstanding the way he played. Um, the 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 alley pass from Dennis when he caught that thing and reversed it, man, was sick. Thirty eight years of age. Um, I want to touch on a few things. Thomas Bryant continues to impress. Eighteen and fifteen, he's just on the the glass heavy right now. So we need all that while we don't have AD. Which is going to bring up the conversation when AD returns, who is starting to ramp up as we speak. So we wonder if we'll see him in the next three to four weeks. And see what that's going to bring. Who knows? But are we going to play them together? Or do we want to scatter? Well, I don't feel like they need to start. They don't have to start together. But I think it's only, you know, get shifts. You know, when I say shifts, I mean, you know, how many times you come in and out the game. So if you get two shifts, that means you were, you were in the game, you got subbed out, and you went back in. That's the second shift. But I would love to see shifts where you see Thomas Bryant and where you see AD in the lineup at the same time. So just giving them a shift sometime. Maybe, um... You know, at the end of the second or maybe at the end of the first when LeBron goes out. So Russ and TB can come in and we can see. I don't know. Like, I just want to see something in, in that late first, you know, second quarter or, you know, you know, mid. I don't know where you would do with that, but I would just love to see it. Maybe you have to start them just to let it just to let it see. And just let, let's, I don't know, man. But Thomas Bryant had a great game. AR 15, Austin Reeves. 15, 6, and 7 that game against Charlotte. Troy Brown finally got the shooting stroke, went 4 for 8 from the three-point line. Pat Bev, who has looked better over the last couple games. Defensively, you're feeling it. He's hitting a couple shots here and there, a couple buckets here and there. No more step-back threes, though, Pat Bev. Let's leave that to the professional shooters. You are just a set shooter. Let's keep it at that. You're not that guy. But he loves to put that little step back and throw it up and... I'm telling you, I, I I look at his hair. I can tell when he's going to make a shot or not by the way. His hair flips and flops. Most time, I'm like, yep, that's off. But Pat Bevis played better. Dennis, he, he played well in this game too defensively because LaMelo Ball was bothered by Pat Bev. He was bothered by Dennis. Anybody that threw at him. Um, And I have a thoughts on LaMelo. LaMelo is a, is a great young up-and-coming player, young rising star, fun to watch. But I was talking to Jr. from uh, All Things Sports Podcast, you know, and he he, he likes Melo. He admits, though, he he takes some bad shots. But he was saying, well, we're on a bad team. You know, that's the kind of stuff that happens. I agree. But I also say, when Kevin Love used to get double-doubles and double-doubles played with Minnesota, we said, oh, man, he's on a bad team just getting stats. Well, I feel like Melo, his stuff doesn't look – it just – it looks careless. It looks – 
care. He's playing too carefree with the basketball. He's shooting it from deep for no reason. You know, it's just like he knows he has the rope that he can do this stuff. And he makes them from time to time, so it's fine. But I'm just not, I just don't like the energy of the team when he's out there. I felt like the more responsible adults in the, in the NBA, when you had Mason Plumlee and Terry Rozier and those guys, they, they got the lead back for this team. But when Lamelo comes back out there, it goes back to Park, you know, to, to the to the blacktop. You know, you know, it's just basketball just changed. It went back to being kind of like a pickup game. And that's what I feel like when I watch Melo. It's just a pickup game. And he's just gonna make some flaring plays here and there. But he got he got baited in a lot. Well, you know, getting a lot of some offensive foul calls, traveling where Pat Bev is doing this little thing where he's trying to be physical with you, but then he backs off and just gets away with little chippy shots. So I'm just looking at ball complain and, and you can tell that he's not really wanting the physicality of the game unless he's the one giving it. So I'm I'm just really kind of just not really I didn't have fun watching Lamelo for the first time in a while. That's all I'm saying. So it just felt like a shot selection and the inexperience of this team, not a bad team. The record's bad, but they were injured a lot early. They showed in their first game playing against them, they can beat us. So that's what they did. But another reason I didn't record on this game because as this game was wrapping up, the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals were playing. And um, it, it was a sad day for the football world. DeMar Hamlin, he really, you know, he was fighting for his life. So it, it was kind of hard to talk about basketball during a time like that. You know, it was kind of hard to really just enjoy the game in the moment, you know? So, so DeMar was in our hearts. And he still stays there. And I just take a moment to say, I remind people that these athletes, they put their bodies on the line, no matter what sport they're playing. And I've always, you know, I've always been a guy who's always said, you know, be careful who you call in a bum and trash and they're not a man, they're soft. All these things we say about these players. I mean, don't have, I mean, don't get me wrong. Have your fun, you know, talk trash to the opponents. But to me, it's always a line. You know that you draw and and i didn't want to record this to die up because i was very much going to be like i told you so see all you guys criticizing ad because he's injured and you calling him soft and he's a bum and he's trash and he's stealing money but what if ad was to fall out on the court and something like this happened are you still going to make those jokes and it's going to be some of you who are and that's just the nature of the beast um when you're in the public light but i didn't want to so I, I i didn't record that night because i didn't want to come out here and be like i told you so see these guys matter you know they matter you know, you know how you know how it is. We talk and you know have fun with this, and we get our emotions all balled up. I think we need to take some of the emotion we have for these football games and these basketball games and put them into our relationships and life and friendships. And you know, we're so tied into our fantasy teams and all this stuff that we kind of forget the people who are real. So we had a real moment that, that, that was bigger than sports, and our prayers go out to him. We, we're getting the updates more and more I'm not going to say what they are Because by the time this comes out It might be a new one So just be mindful of, of what we're saying To one another About these these athletes These people we don't know um, So just try to have more good good thoughts And good moments And enjoy the game more than you have You know just complaining about the game One thing I hate is someone who just complains About every game and the era that they're in So that's why I didn't record The Shogun Hornets thing I just wanted to, I wanted to let you know, let time pass by and, you know, the prayers were out that night, but hopefully things are going to continue to get better and better and we'll get more updates on him and hopefully the NFL takes a long look in the mirror and think about how they're going to protect these players who 
don't meet the guidelines of you know disability and 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 any type of form of payment that they get unless they're in this league for a certain amount of time and how they protect their players who life in their family's lives might be changed all in a snap of one play you never know so there's a lot of stuff that's going to be talked about but we're going to come back and we're going to talk about this matchup with the hawks we have coming up on friday night and just my thoughts on the sacramento kings coming up right after All right, revenge season, revenge games, hunger games still continues, but this time we're the one that's going to be hunted, okay? We beat the Hawks last time we played against them. TB, once again, 19 and 17. LBJ, 47, 10 and 9. Uh, you know, will Atlanta have um, Hunter back? Will they have Clint Capella back? We are going to be down some guys. No Lonnie, no Austin Reeves, no AD, possibly no Troy Brown. So, what are we going to look like when we roll the ball out there and it goes up in the air? Who knows who's going to be available in the lineup, you know? And, oh, yeah, side note, 10-day um, contract season is also upon us. So I'm hearing about they're working out guys like um, Boogie Cousins, Tyler Dorsey. You know, we're looking. So now it's going to be those guys you can bring in for the 10-day contracts. And let's not forget, we still had that available roster spot because they cut Matt Ryan months ago. So coming into this matchup, Last last time we played against them, I liked the matchup because we we were going to be able to have a team who are not very physical on the wings. Like they did, you know, Trey Young and, and Murray can only be so physical, and we have a guard in Russell Westbrook who's just as physical. We have a guard in Dennis who's just as crafty and just as aggressive as they are. You know, we have we had LeBron James. Hopefully, him and Russ um, should play tonight. They're probable. So, normally, when they're probable, that means they're probably going to play. So, we should have LeBron back tonight. That's going to give us an advantage. And let's hope he's still ready to go out there and drop 40 if he needs to. But just looking at this game, <clears throat> it screams like since the urgency. Don't give it back to him. We already got one from him. Let's not. This is the last time we'll probably see them. Let's not let them come into LA. Man, the way those fans were cheering the other night for Dennis and the gang, the boys are back in town. That that was great to watch. The fans were really into the game. Even though Miami kind of, you know, kind of took the momentum back from us and they got the lead. And I was like, well, that might be it. But then we came back in and man, Dennis and those guys really, Thomas Bryant, Russ, everybody contributed. It was amazing to see that happen. So and you know, let's let's just keep in mind it one of those games, Russ played really bad in the first half of the first quarter. Then he went out with like foot soreness or whatnot. I just feel like it felt like there was like not nah, pull him. We're just gonna say he got foot soreness. I can't remember if it was the one of the it was one of the games, was it the Hawks game or was it the Shaw game? It was one of the two games. I can't remember which one of he got pulled out of um and after the first half. But we're gonna need him this game. We're gonna need Russ to come out and be aggressive and we're gonna need him to really make some things happen because if we got LeBron back in the second unit with no Reeves, no Lonnie, I, I, I'm ready for a big TV game. I'm ready for Winion to get in there. And I'm curious to see what's going to happen as far as the trade. Um, the trade season is is really going to get now. The New Year's here. All the execs are back in town. It's really about to be, you know, pandemonium as far as trades. And not really the trade is going to be made. It's going to be the trade rumors. So get ready for all that. Um, 
um, Bojan Bogdanovic from the Pistons. He's definitely been in talks with the Mavs, with the Lakers. Um, who's the other teams? Um, uh, who was Mavs, Lakers? It was one more Milwaukee Suns. I don't see a reason for him to go to the Suns because, I mean, actually, I do see a reason for him to go to the Suns because that that would be a good trade. But you know, I, I just don't like seeing the Suns get better. I like seeing them struggle. I don't want Booker hurt, but eh, I'll take I'll take the the other guys because you know, and Cam Jordan's. Yeah, the Suns. Okay, I, I put that. They're two on the list. Number one is Milwaukee. Milwaukee needs a guy like Bojan, like Bogdanovich. They need him because that's another score, a bigger wing, someone they can throw it to, swing, swing, as I say, and he's open in the corner. Um, he just showed a lot of uh, offensive, um, you know, once again, he's one of those um, responsible adult athletes who just gets the job done. I don't see a reason for him going to the Mavs because I feel like the Mavs need another star player. Not necessarily another role player. He's not going to give you much on the defensive end. He definitely going to be able to shoot it. But I don't know what they would give up to get him at 33 years of age. So don't really understand that one. Um, yeah, the Lakers make sense because that's someone who goes next to LeBron and AD. And you put that all together. But I'm not trying to give up too much draft capital if if i can say to get him because i don't want to give up too much and then you get him and then he ages like you know and not like wine you know he he hits 34 35 and it's like who this dude's dragging his legs out here so it's it's a it's a red flag with his age but i like for the mavericks and then second the sun i could see that but you know we'll wait and see how that goes right now we got the hawks coming up hopefully we can get that win don't let them get their revenge game and then let's let's hopefully this back to back the lebron can play both of them we can come out of this game healthy and get healthier updates from some of those players who are already out so the game i want is sacramento fox has been a thorn in my side his side devil um Malik monk every time i see him shoot a basket he's like the girl that got away it makes me sick and you know, and, and Sabonis, who I really don't like it at the five position, but we can't take advantage of it. <laughs> I don't like him playing five. Eh, on a, and when the playoffs start, I just want to see how they look with him at the five, going up against some of the better teams. And he might prove me wrong, but I'm just not a fan of him playing the five and being y'all. You know, eh. but we'll see. We'll see. I is he hurt? I can't. I, I had to wait and see. Right now, I'm, it's all about the Hawks. So you guys enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your night. Spend some time with your family. Kiss your loved ones. I'm your boy CB. That's Chill B. This is the Chill Bravado Podcast Series Laker 82-16. See you next time. Hear you next time. Talk to you next time. Whatever. <laughs>